Hi everyone, episode 15, oh my god, what an episode, this is by far my favourite episode of the Pottervision podcast, what a treat this is, and before you listen, I'd just like you to have a look in the mirror, just get up, go look in the mirror and ask yourself, how many people have you told this week about the Pottervision podcast, if it's none, you know... You should be very upset with yourself, but listen anyway, <laughs> listen anyway, you know, because it's a good one, but uh, if you have told people about the Pottervision podcast, I want you to give yourself a nice wink and a grin and a thumbs up, you know, because you deserve to listen to this episode. Everyone else does too, but not as much as you. Anyway, here's episode 15. to the Pottervision podcast, the show where every week my lovely pal Tom Lawrenson and I, Lucas Kirkby, the Pottervision boys, we take a look at a chapter from those lovely Harry Potter books and we dissect them and we see what makes them tick. Now this week, it's episode 15, it's chapter 15, The Forbidden Forest. Tom! You all right? <laughs> I'm all right. You all right? You I'm all right. You all right, love? How are you, love? I'm <laughs> lovely, thank you, darling. I'm doing all right. Yeah, what have you been up to this week? Hey, well, Pretty today, baby. lovely adults, was the last day of school for the term. Yippee! So I'm very, very <clears> excited. We've done a, played a lot of games in the last week. Yeah, yeah. I've played a lot of Scrabble. Yeah, yeah. I've played a lot of Jenga. Yeah, yeah. And I've played a lot of Countdown, both the numbers and the letters round. And I'm knackered, but we've done it. We're to the end of term. Good boy. Thank you very, very <laughs> much. And, uh, yeah, not got much else to report, I don't think. You know, living the dream, doing what I do best. You've been eating well? I've been eating well, well, I've had a bit of a relapse in oh, my diet, yeah. but uh, I'm, I'm working to get back to that optimum weight. How well, are you, Tom? What have you been up to? I'm alright, you know me, uh, you know how I do. Yeah. I've uh, been at work, uh, yeah. I went in there the other day with a smile on my face. Hey, that's what they, we like. And they said, wipe that off your face, we're to cushy spirit, and I went, alright, as you wish. <laughs> Came home... And as you know, I've been at I've been at the fitness as well. You have press ups, all that, this, that, you know. And I thought, do you know what? It's been a while. <laughs> a couple of years ago, I bought myself a speedo to go on holiday in Italy with. What a little trunks! <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was like, do you know, if there's any country you're gonna wear this, it's Italy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I was wearing it on the beach in Italy, this black speedo. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was like, I feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah? I, I think it was a bit too tight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, my legs kind of felt like two sausages. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Digging in. Yeah. So last night, I thought, do you know what? For a bit of fun, I'm going to try on the Speedo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Went in the attic, dug it out, <laughs> blew off the cobwebs. <laughs> and I looked in the mirror, and do you know what? I was just having a rip-roaring good time. Hey, fantastic. How was your man? You know, you have... These speedos in the attic, right? Yeah. And as the years go by, your bum, it doesn't sag. 
It stays as young and pert as it always has been. Yeah. Well, up in the attic, the speedos decay. They go horrible and evil, much like Dorian Gray, but the yeah. bum version. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, I've been, uh, you know, same as always. Strong as an ox, beating people up, yeah. uh, getting people in headlocks. Yeah. Have you beat you some know. good people up this week? Oh, some real good people. A caroler. <laughs> hey, deck the holes. I'll bloody deck you. <laughs> well, yeah, that's about it with me, pal. Fantastic. Well, are you ready for a lovely rundown? Run me down, pal. I will. It's chapter 15, The Forbidden Forest. They've been caught and Filch takes them to McGonagall's office. She is fuming. She takes 50 points off each of them. Mm. Harry, Hermione and Neville. It's 150 points deducted. Not only that, they have to do a detention. So a few days later, Filch takes them off to detention. They think, well, hey, it's with Hagrid. But, unfortunately... They're going into the Forbidden Forest, along oh! with Malfoy of all people. He was absolutely fuming that this is their detention. Their job is to look for what has been attacking unicorns. Unicorns are mythical creatures that should never be destroyed or killed. But there's blood everywhere, silver blood, and they start looking for it. Now then, at one point they hear something slithering around. Mm. All this stuff's happening. They split up, and eventually Harry, Draco and Fang... Find the dead unicorn. But not only that, the slithering thing comes over. It starts drinking the unicorn's blood. Oh. Draco screams. Yeah. Gets his attention. This thing turns round, stares at Harry, comes towards him. His scar, it hurts. Ooh, what's going on? And he's saved by a centaur called Ferenz. Or Ferenze, I don't know. Mm. And he says, Harry Potter... You are in danger, all this kind of stuff. Do you know what's up at the school? And apparently, you know, unicorn blood can keep somebody alive, even if they're an inch from death. And somebody must be drinking the blood until they can get hold of something that will make them immortal. It's the elixir of life from the Philosopher's Stone. And it must be Lord Voldemort. Mm. OMG. So Harry thinks Snape must be getting the stone for Voldemort. He goes back, he tells Harry, Ron and Hermione. And my goodness, things are hotting up after the visit to the Forbidden Forest. What a chapter. Oh, what a <laughs> chapter, if you don't mind me saying. Oh, Things are getting spicy. Things are... We've just gone from lemon and herb to medium. Mm. And I think it's going to get extra hot by the next few chapters. Right, there's a lot to unpack with this chapter. <laughs> Four pages worth, according to my notes. So it starts where we left off in the last chapter. Oh, yeah. Um, McGonagall's just caught the kids. Yes. <clears throat> creeping around at night. Mm -hmm. And Harry's thinking, how am I going to get out of this one? Yeah. Excuses are running through oh, his mind. Yeah. Because for not once in his life could he ever tell the truth. <laughs> it doesn't even occur to him, does it? It doesn't occur to him to say... I'm sorry, I was helping dispose of a dragon, because I know it's illegal, yeah. and I wanted to save Hagrid's job. Yeah. Couldn't say that. I could never say that. <laughs> I'm just going to have to think of some kind of excuse. 
But his creativity abandons him. But it doesn't even matter because McGonagall, so he begins to talk and yeah. McGonagall goes, nah, I know what you were doing. Yeah. You were trying to trick Malfoy, weren't you? Mm. Yeah, you were trying to trick Malfoy. What? Why are you giving them ex- the excuse? Yeah, yeah exactly. You should even wait to hear what they want to say. Yeah. yeah. But also her guess is arguably worse than what they were actually doing, which was helping out Hagrid. So why do they just go, yeah, yeah, we did that. Yeah, 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 Yeah. we were doing that. We were were creeping around at night. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely mental. She would make an awful detective. It's horrendous. Imagine, right, me and you were sneaking around Hogwarts, right, trying to get rid of a dragon for Hagrid to help him out. McGonagall takes us and goes, I know exactly what you two were doing. You were planning to murder Filch, weren't you? You were planning to murder him and then murder the rest of the school, weren't you? Yes, yes, we were, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Well, let's go over that. Right. Awful detective. An awful, awful detective. Imagine, imagine, <laughs> you know, imagine you've been arrested, suspected, yeah. suspected on killing your wife. Yeah. Yeah. I know what's happened here. Oh, yeah. You didn't even have a wife, did you? No. You've just come in here to waste police time. <laughs> I, was oh, a, I was arrested. <laughs> they found the body. A terrible, terrible detective. And surprisingly, actually, because up until this point, McGonagall has been very shrewd <clears throat> as a character. She's been on it. She's been intervening with, you know, these kind of misbehaviors, misdemeanors. But now she's got the complete wrong end of the stick. Well, what I took from this yes. is she's an overreactor. Mm-hmm. 1am, mm-hmm. they're in the uh, astronomy tower. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And she says to them, what does she say? She goes, I'm disgusted. Four students out of bed. Yeah. I have never heard of such a thing. Yeah. Yeah? It's not that bad. Yeah. Creeping about at night, worse things have happened. How many years have you worked here? I have never heard of such a thing. Um, about 50 years ago. Uh, someone opened the Chamber of Secrets. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but apart from that, apart from that... It's mental. What I didn't understand was, I I might have read this wrong, but I assumed Ron was with them when they went up the tower. (laughs) I don't know where the fuck Ron is. I don't know where he's got, because he doesn't get punished. (laughs) He's in the hospital wing. he got his hand. And did he not even go up the tower? He must be in the... He must, like... Just still, be in the hospital wing. Because that confused me, because I was like, first of all, four times 50 is 200, so why have they only lost 150 points? Why is Ron not doing the detention? But yeah, we must have missed that bit where he, he was hospitalised. But the points, the points, the points, the points, yeah. they are laying on the points oh, thick. goodness. The kids can't want... believe it. They're rubbing their eyes in the morning. There's something wrong with this hourglass. Uh, do you want any toast with those points? <laughs> um, but the thing is... yeah. They're really concerned about these points. Yeah. Harry, you've just saved a man's life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you asked about the points? Yeah. It you've saved matter. his career. He could have gone to prison for having an illegal yeah. dragon. It could be forever. Oh. Oh, points. Points. We're definitely going to lose now. The points. The points. Why have I got involved in this? Well, maybe it's because um, Harry is concerned about the rest of the year. Yeah. You know, oh, I didn't think of that. They're not going to know that I've saved the dragon or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, feeling bad for them. Everyone is absolutely fuming. Mm. Gryffindor are in last place and they can't believe they've lost all these points. Nobody's ever lost 150 points before. Mm. What? How many points are they taking off people for beating each other up? If someone like beats someone, like there's going to be fights in school. So you know, Ron and Malfoy fought in the Quidditch match. 
yeah. in the grounds. Has there been no repercussions for that? People fight all the time. All right, you know, uh, you've beaten him to a pulp. He's in the hospital wing. He's got a broken nose. <laughs> He's got, you know, a bent clavicle. Uh, we're going to take 20 points. <laughs> Excuse me, it's five past nine and you're in the corridors. 50. 50 is absolutely crazy. Yeah. Goes, uh, 50 points each, McGonagall said, yeah. breathing down her long, pointy nose. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not coming out of your Yeah, nose, I remember um, in uh, one of the matches where, in the, one of the chapters where mm-hmm. Harry has a history of Quidditch, yeah. Snape deducts one point for having library books outside of the school. Yeah. So that's one point for having a book outside. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, why do you think a book outside compares to being outside your room at 1am? I mean, that is definitely 50 <laughs> times worse. <laughs> Well, what else? Do, I'm trying to think what else they, they lose points for. They lose... Smart mouth. I think yeah. he loses points for giving cheat to Snape. Yeah. They lose ten points for something. But I can't, I can't remember what it was. But yeah, mm. it just seems to be... They need a system because it seems to be willy-nilly. Points. And then I think they first introduced this hourglass... Oh, yeah. ...that is in the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Gryffindor common room, and I was like, "Oh, that's what's keeping tally of all these points." <laughs> this hourglass, yeah, this enchanted hourglass that hears you when a teacher. Uh... Imagine that on your first day as job in Hogwarts. Yeah, like them getting you all clocked in. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the like, training for that. Yeah, here's your login for the hourglass. <laughs> what? Here's your lanyard. Look, every time you award or deduct points, you have to log it on the hourglass system. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it doesn't get added up. And then you're like, "Oh no, I've just given five points." to Ravenclaw instead of Gryffindor look you have to press control alt delete you have to go backwards go file points Ravenclaw you deduct then you add them back oh this is nightmare This it wasn't like this at my other school we just we just had pen and paper we just had a, we just had a table we just used to update it with paper look we've got the magic hourglass system it's good Teach, uh, kids come up to teachers uh, miss did you remember to add them 10 points that you ordered me oh nagging me minus 10 points now yeah oh, come on the hourglass look please you forgot about my 5 points I'm going to flip this hourglass in a minute do you want the yeah. opposite amount of points really silly McGonagall is mm. getting out of hand she says I have never been more ashamed of Gryffindor students mm-hmm. for being out of bed at one AM. Yeah. Who's asked? Yeah. Ashamed. <laughs> what? What life do you lead? <laughs> she might be being dramatic for being a teacher. You know, just being a teacher trying to make yeah. them not do it. But come on, you live in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ashamed of you. Yeah. Ashamed. I would. You? Harry, how could you do this to me? I've spent my bonus yeah. on getting you a broomstick <laughs> <laughs> out of my own money. Yeah. You know, I, I'm having to Airbnb my flat out yeah. for the rest of the year, yeah. you know, to afford that for you. Yeah. And you're creeping about at 1am. <laughs> I imagine just like in, in a real school, you know, someone's skiving, hiding in the toilets. You come in, knock, knock. Is that you? Yeah. You turn your back. Back to the door, you sink to the floor. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe you've done this to me. I've never been so ashamed of anyone in my entire life. I've never been so disappointed. Yes, my wife left me two years ago. Yes, my son's in prison for murder. But you doing this, being out of bed at night. 
I can't believe I'm never going to forgive you for this. Walking past him in the corridor, turning the nose up and crying. (laughs) I've been your friend for six months and you pay me back with this. I can't believe it. At dinner with one of their friends, you seem a bit low. I am low. (laughs) I was let down at work. Let me tell you what happened. Yeah. I'm doing me nighttime walks, <laughs> you know, as is part of the job. And what do I find? Three students out of bed. <laughs> and what were they doing? Nothing, but <laughs> but it, I was ashamed of them. Yeah. For six months, I've had no sleep whatsoever. <laughs> I've been patrolling the corridors at night, never Ever finding a student out of bed, I thought it was pointless. I was hoping it was just a thankless task that would never have any repercussions. And then it happened. A student out of bed. It's just mad that these teachers have been not sleeping since September. I think the issue is, is yeah. because they spend all their time around children. Yeah. They're not spending any time with adults. No. And so they're just, they've like got the mind of, oh, they're the most important things in their lives. That's their life, These yeah. fucking weird kids. Because I think, I'm probably right in thinking that every teacher at Hogwarts is childless, has no husband or wife. You dedicate your life to this. Yeah. You can't have friends. It's like becoming a nun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like even Hagrid, he's like, he's not even going out to drink with anybody else. I met a stranger at the pub. I'm not allowed any friends outside of Hogwarts. Even though I'm in that pub every night, I've not made friends with anybody there. I'm not allowed. <laughs> Someone becoming friends with Hagrid. Oh, Hagrid, we've had a great chat tonight. Would you like to do this again? No. No. I can't. It's in my contract. It's forbidden. No friends. That's why I have to make friends with children. <laughs> yeah, you are. If you sign on that dotted line, you are oh signing any social life or romantic life the, away. The more complaining to Dumbledore about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? We can't go on like this. I've got no adult friends. What's everybody's problem? I think it's great. <laughs> as soon as, and with Snape, as soon as Lily Potter shuns him, he's like, well, she was my only love. Uh, better sign up for Hogwarts. <laughs> There's no point meeting anybody else now. Hogwarts, school of witchcraft, wizardry and loners. <laughs> my God. Hey, do you want to teach kids and be a spinster? <laughs> we, we have some vacancies. <laughs> Suddenly, yes. Harry was the most hated student at school. Oh, we hate him! Yeah. The other students found out found out about the uh, the points. Yes, and it quickly got around, and they hated. Not only, not only was yes. did the Gryffindors now hate him, yeah. but the Hufflepuffs and Ravenclaws hated mm-hmm. him as well mm-hmm. because uh, Gryffindor was their only yeah. uh, hope. Of Slytherin, yeah, uh, not winning the House Cup this year. Yeah, do you know what this reminds me of? Go on, uh, like Wales supporters and rugby. <laughs> oh really? Anybody but England. We don't want England to win the World Cup oh, or the really? Six Nations. Yeah, like first, like best case scenario, number one, Wales win the Six Nations or Wales win the World World mm. Cup. Second best option, anyone else but England. <laughs> really? Yeah, there's, I feel like Scotland have that mentality as well. As um, I don't know much about rugby. Does England have a good shot at winning that? 
Well, the Six Nations is only Six Nations, so it's England, Scotland, Wales and Ireland, and then France and Italy, I think. That's the oh, really? Six Nations, yeah. And so everyone has a chance, really, of, of doing that. But Wales and England are actually very good, I think, at, at rugby. And they're, I think there's only, like, maybe South Africa and, I don't know, Australia are quite good. No, mm. no, uh, New Zealand, I mean. Mm. They're quite good teams. But I think Wales and England are, like, the top five teams in the world. At rugby. It reminded me mm. a little of, do you know when in school mm. where a teacher will go, because you've been bad, we're keeping the whole class behind. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of in a way to like, so I don't know, I don't know if the teacher's thinking, oh, when you'll get out of class, they'll go, thanks a lot. Yeah, get yeah. annoyed at him. Yeah, yeah. But never happened in my school. We all just like took the punishment and then no one said anything to the kid because they're probably... Too rough to say anything to. Yeah. <laughs> and the kids, we're a team and we're against the adults. We know what they're doing. They're trying to divide us. They're trying to split us up, but we will not be defeated. We will stand in unison with you, Tom. No one can defeat the kids. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to win. We're the kids. Yeah, it must be bad, though, being hated by it. Because this House Cup is uh, more important than anything to these students. But this is bad. Yes. Right, so McGonagall's come in uh, thick with her reaction, yeah? Yeah. She's uh, thinking, I can't believe they've done this to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's <laughs> taking it as a personal attack, and she's gone 150 points from Gryffindor, right? Yeah. And on paper, you're like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But from the way that these students are now treating yeah. uh, Hermione, Harry, and Neville, yeah. you think that... You've gone too far, McGonagall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's... He's the most hated boy at school. People are spitting at his feet. Yeah. Neville and Hermione aren't <laughs> that well-known anyway. Yeah. So, like... Uh, He's getting the brunt of it, isn't he? Uh, Neville's, like, you know, getting it from the Gryffindors, whatever. Yeah. But Hermione is squashed a spirit to the extent that she's no longer putting a hand up in class. Yeah. Which... That's awful. It's really sad. You that's know. really sad. Because that's all... At the minute, that's all she is. She's the person who knows yeah. everything. She contributes in lessons. She gets everything right. And now she hasn't even got that. Really? I think she's a bad teacher, McGonagall. Yeah. For excluding these kids yeah. from socialising. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Now they've only got each other and Ron. Yeah. Why not just give them the detention, which we will come back to as yeah. an appropriate punishment later? What, what uh, punishment would you think would be more fitting? If you're going to take points away from them, maybe five points each, just for being out at night. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe she's annoyed because it's like midnight, one in the morning, isn't it? So it is very late. It's not as if they're out and about at like 10pm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but just a normal detention. They have to stay in at break or they have to stay in at lunch. Have you ever been punished? By a teacher, by a parent, by any authority? Uh, I never had to do... Uh, I don't think I ever did a detention or anything like that. I didn't either. Too good, never did a detention. No. I once got I once got told off by a teacher. I had to stay behind in class to get told off because I'd written a word that I thought... Because it, it was in Welsh. Yeah. I thought it just meant poo. Yeah. But it meant shit. <laughs> so so I wrote the word in it. It was in like a an exam question, but I thought I would just be funny. All right, poo. What's the word? Uh, khaki. <laughs> it's like cack. Yeah. It's a bit like that. But I wrote it thinking, oh, it'll just be some, you know, writing something about poo or something. Anyway, I need to talk to you. You know, this is swearing, and you can't be writing swear words in your book. 
But I thought he just, yeah, I didn't think it was as bad as it was, but it was the equivalent of saying shit <laughs> in a good in geography question. I did that in um, some drama homework yeah, yeah. In, in year s- seven or eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we had to like write something, and yeah. I got all, I was like, you know, from the point of view of a character. Yeah. And in the uh, my little dialogue that I wrote, mm-hmm. I, I wrote bastard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like got all emotional, blah, 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 yeah. blah, bastard, whatever it yeah. was. And then in class, um, after the like, home was marked, handing it back, the teacher goes, if you are going to swear in your homework, at least spell it properly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know exactly how you spelt it wrong. Turd. Y- yeah, with an E. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Bastard. It's a classic. Uh, it's a classic. Uh, it's not technically swearing if I haven't spelt it right. <laughs> <laughs> how are you going to get back from that one, sir? Other punishments. Um, once I, uh, in year Five. Mm. Uh, stop me if I've told this before, but I had a ruler in uh, year five. What we're doing, we're taking the ruler and yeah. we're sawing it into the desk. Oh no, classic behaviour. Yeah, have you, have you have you noticed them shaving? Yeah, the you see before? the little uh, yeah like, rivets. Don't and you, I was like, oh, that's how people do that. So we started doing that. And oh, look how thick my one is. Yeah, blah blah blah. And then um, we didn't think anything of it because there was loads of them. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is just what people do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we got taken to the teacher's office, mm-hmm. me and some other lads, yeah. and we had to write a letter home to our parents. This was the punishment. Oh, wow. Telling them what we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but... Um, so it's like some weird, I don't know, yeah. submissive thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to be crafty here. Yeah. I'm going to write mine from the perspective of the school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. And so I was like, Mr. and Mrs. Lawrenson, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, 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 uh um, at two in the afternoon, yeah. Tom was found to be using his ruler to shave yeah. into the desk, damaging a school property. Yeah, blah, blah blah. And the teacher read it and she went, "From your perspective, you knit." <laughs> <laughs> Talking about yeah. being forced to write letters, I once had a couple of students I had to work with and do uh, they call it restorative justice. Yeah. So if they've done something bad in the community, they do. There's like a pack that the police send you. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, so they don't actually get into trouble, but it's a thing to help them from like not reoffending. And these two lads had shoplifted from home bargains, right? And uh, I, I did all these activities with them, and then I got them to write an apology letter to home bargains. And they wrote this like letter, dear, diddle, 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 we're very sorry for stealing this. It won't dear happen again. Dear home bargains. Dear the policeman who stands in the window. <laughs> <laughs> dear Mr. Cardboard Cutter. We did this under your watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're not saying it's your fault, but you were negligent. Uh, we won't do it again. And then, yeah, and then actually posted it to home bargains. Never replied. I think it's very rude. I was expecting at least a thank you from home bargains. Well, if I worked home bargains and I got that, I'd just laugh and put it on the wall. <laughs> on the wall? Yeah. I hope so. I really yeah. hope it's like... Do you think? Some kind of collage in the staff room. Look at these pillocks. <laughs> or just go egg their house. Stop. <laughs> the school's address on it, not theirs. Egg the school. <laughs> That's who it was. Did you ever have that in school? <laughs> these are cheap. <laughs> Where a teacher would go up in assembly and they'd yeah. go, Right! Somebody has done this. Yeah. And they start, like, naming something. Oh, yeah. And even though I had nothing to do with it, I'd start feeling guilt, going, oh, yeah. my God, it was me. You'd be scared. It was yeah. me who was playing chicken in traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing that. That used to be one of the scariest things in school. I think the teachers used to be more horrified by this than anything else, is when a member of the public 
has rang in and complained. I know. Doing something outside of school, like, I don't know, someone was like, oh, you were kicking a football into somebody's garden or something, or you were being loud on your way to the school or something. They'd be like, when you are dressed in this uniform, you are representing the school. (laughs) I do not want to have a phone call from the member of public saying that somebody from our school (laughs) has been doing this. St. John's down the road, they would do something like that. Not somebody from here. Why are they always bringing St. John's into it? It's always St. John's or St. Somebody's. <laughs> it was always John Bright's when we were... We used to get... I don't know if I told you, we used to get threatened with this because uh, ours was the only Welsh-speaking school in the county. <laughs> yeah. Uh, high school. And if they ever caught, we used to get told off for speaking English. Yeah. Yeah, we, we used to get told off because it was a Welsh-speaking school, we should speak Welsh, right? And we used to get, uh, if we used to speak English, they said, right, if you're going to speak English, you'll go to John Bright's. Would they say it in Welsh or in They'd say it in Welsh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go to John Bright's school if you're going to be doing that. Yeah. Yeah, don't be speaking English here. Yeah, we used to get told off. Yeah, really, but really quite bad. And I remember once we had to do, uh, <laughs> we had to do an assembly mm-hmm. in English, right? The teacher made us do it in English and it was an alternative reality in the future. Where because everybody had spoken English in school instead of Welsh, nobody spoke Welsh anymore. Yeah. And so it was somebody, somebody would walk in and go, ah, yes, it's the year 2030. Here I am at Craving School where everybody now speaks English. And then you like step out and go, this is what the world could be like. If you keep if you keep speaking English in lessons. It's like a warning. It's like one of those like, videos. Videos of like the sea levels rising, what a, a dis- polar bear on an ice cube balancing. <laughs> what a dystopia! <laughs> Men yeah. wandering from town to town looking for food, you know, <laughs> fear of their life. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> they it, speak it, English, and you know, I, I do get it now. Obviously, we want to preserve the language and stuff like that, but at the time, it just felt uh, you don't understand it because everyone's speaking English to you at home, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, of course. Do you yeah. reckon there were many students at that school? It's become the Welsh version, podcast. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think there's many students at the school that spoke exclusively Welsh to their parents? Yes, a hundred percent. I would say at least, at least fifty percent of the school, if not more, would speak just Welsh to their parents. And actually, some of some of their English was horrendous. I remember. <laughs> really. I remember being um, in year eleven, and and some kids like their Welsh was amazing, but some of the like the spelling of English words, they'd spell again like A G E N. Not that bad. No. Well, I don't know. But <laughs> I think if you're doing your GCSEs, I don't yeah. know. But, um, yeah, really interesting. But I suppose it's a different culture. <laughs> it's funny, actually, now that you mention it, I realise that I went to a high school where uh, they didn't speak English. Yeah. They, they spoke horrible. Oh, mean, swearing, potty yeah. mouths. What are you doing that for? Miss, will you tell him? It's a dying language. You're weird. <laughs> uh, look at him. Oh. He's got his arse out. Leave me alone. Yeah. Can I just say, your horrible is very good. <laughs> Almost as if you were born there. Very fluent. Really? Did you um, did you feel the horrible? Yeah, I could definitely sense that, you know, you, you, you were very good in that. Now, the exams are coming up. I think they're only a week away. Yep. And uh, they're revising, but they're talking about uh, Snape and stuff like that. Harry overhears... A conversation Quirrell's having, mm-hmm. where he's going, oh, no, please don't make me. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, all right, all right. And then he comes comes out, adjusting his turban, and Harry assumes he's given in to Snape. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't meddle. 
He's decided, that's it with me. I'm leaving the mystery team. I'm not meddling anymore. Yeah. I'm not going around castles looking for ghosts. I'm out. I'm out. This is like the beginning of uh, the Scooby-Doo movie. Um, and, he, and he leaves them, but they're still chatting, aren't they, in the library. Mm. And they're on about Snape, so they think, right, Snape, he knows now. He knows whatever the Dark Force magic was. Mm-hmm. He knows how to get past it. He still just needs to find a way past this dog. That dog is going to be no obstacle for Snape. Shoot him. Poison him. I thought the exact same thing. Kill it. Avada Kedavra it. Just kill it. Yeah. (laughs) Why not just slip some dog biscuits laced with poison under that door, wait two hours. Do not even have to go in the room. Just open the door, put your wand in. (laughs) Through the keyhole. (laughs) A wand would fit through a keyhole. Literally, poke it through, I've had a good over it, and then... Um, I was thinking the exact same, because they kept, they kept going on about it. If they yeah. didn't just leave it, I'd have been fine. Yeah. But it's because they kept going, oh, Snape hasn't figured out how to get past that dog yet. Snape hasn't figured out. <laughs> Do you reckon that spell was even um, thought of when this book was written? I don't know, maybe. But then they're all, you know, I think if there's magic, you always assume there's a killing spell. Mm-hmm. But they are, it's just like each scene, you know, Snape can't have found out how to co- get past the dog. Snape can't have figured out how to get past the dog. Did you know that uh, Hagrid's crossbow's gone missing? Snape's figured out how to get past the dog. Great, <laughs> <laughs> still Dumbledore. Since yeah, he sees, um, he sees Quirrell, or he hears Quirrell having yeah. an argument, yeah, which, yeah. as we know, is uh, the Dark Lord. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he's uh, being resistant to him, isn't he? No, yeah. I don't want to. What did Quirrell think it was going to be like when he... Is it like, did he willingly put this thing on the back of his head? I don't know. I think, I think is the story is... Is it a virus? Is... <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think the story is that Voldemort had Quirrell as like a companion and he, in, he tried to get Quirrell to, excuse me, steal the package from Gringotts Bank. Mm. But when Quirrell failed... Voldemort was like, well, I can't trust you anymore because you've made a pig's ear of this. I'm going to be with you at all times. I'm going to attach myself to the back of your head and follow you around. So he's unwi- I think he's an unwilling host of Voldemort's spirit. Oh, my God. Does he sleep face down? <laughs> <laughs> he must do a hundred... Because he must... No, no, he must sleep on his side. So he, he goes to bed at night on his side and then he turns over in the night... <laughs> oh, sorry, Voldy. Just uh... do they share a brain? I don't know. But then I Is I assume that Voldemort is just hopping on and off like a subway because puts him in a jar. Well, because later on we see him like floating around as a cloak. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I think he's still yeah. like flying about when he needs he's to. He's something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who knows what's going on? But yeah, but um... and they go, uh, they go, um, oh. We could. We should go to Dumbledore, and Harry goes, "No, yeah, we've got no proof." Yeah, hey, an allegation, something. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent, an allegation is something. And they also say <clears throat> Filch wouldn't help us if his life depended on it. I think we know Filch better than you do, children. <laughs> Filch would rats. If you had a gun to Filch's head. He would 100% rat Snape out if he knew what he was up to. Yeah, and he's got no magic. The kids could put their wands to him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We'll kill you if you don't tell us. (laughs) Yeah. I've just had a random thought. If you Wingardium Leviosa somebody's head and isolate that and did it hard enough, could you separate somebody's head from their body? 
You've got a dark mind, you do. And I don't like it. <laughs> Sorry, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, so then they get letters to say, yeah. your detention will take place, you know, at this time. Yeah, 11pm. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So not only have they had, have they had the complete exclusion from the school, yeah. uh, because they, they want to be taken, they want them, these kids, right, do you know what? Because you're creeping around the other night, we want you to go into the Forbidden Forest, which we've already said is forbidden because you'll be killed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we want you to find out who's been killing the unicorns. We want you to track down who's been killing unicorns. Yeah. Is too big of a punishment for the crime. It's mental. And also, you're in trouble for sneaking around at night, being out of the common room at night. Yeah. Your detention, 11pm at night outside. <laughs> All right, you've been talking in class. Your detention... You're going to be talking in English next lesson. You have to talk for an hour. You, you've been in a fight. Your punishment, boxing match. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I've had it, you too. Here's Floyd Mayweather. Come on. You think you're such such a fighter? (laughs) Money, money. I can't remember his nickname. Doesn't matter. Call it that. Floyd Money Mayweather. Can't remember. So Filch is leading them to the Forbidden Forest. Yeah. And he's going, oh... If it had my way, would be uh, would chain you up by your wrists or whatever. Hard work and pain are the best teachers. Do that yeah. rather than banish them into the forest at midnight. Yeah, that is crazy. There's no light. <laughs> Filch has still got chains in his office, just in case they're ever needed. Just in case he brings mm. them back. I want to know how long that's been banned for because it sounds like they were still going on in Filch's time since well, Filch's he, worked he's there. Been... Hey. Dumbledore is like, you know, 300 a smirk. Yeah. Isn't he? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> has Dumbledore been there longer than Filch? Yeah, he must have. So Dumbledore has let that punishment last for... Well, maybe not. I don't think... I think Dumbledore only became recent Yeah. headmaster. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I don't really know. It's mental, isn't it, that he is oiling up chains. How often does he do that? In the hope that one day he can torture a child. Oh, <laughs> why does it? I, I just can't understand why Filch works at that school. But in, no, do you know two crimes, right? We could either chain them up. I know that's a bit brutal, but hear me out. I think we should send them into the forest to mm-hmm. face Voldemort. It's <laughs> 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 mm. a tough one. Yeah, chains is a bit barbaric. Into the forest. Into the forest with you. Don't worry, you'll have a dog with you. <laughs> Where there's the giant spiders who eat people. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I, Malfoy is rightly annoyed. Yeah. He complains, and in the chapter it comes across as, oh, he's being a wuss, or he's being a bit, you know, whatever yeah. to complain. He 100% should be complaining. Mm. This is a ridiculous punishment. <laughs> to be going into a forest <laughs> at 11pm. Even a forest that doesn't have these animals and stuff in it. Yeah. A normal forest at 11pm yeah. is mental. Gone. Hagrid has got a crossbow to protect himself. Draco and Neville and Fang go off on their own. Well, he says, he goes, he says, uh, don't be stupid. Uh, nothing in this forest will hurt you as long as at me or Fang is with you. Right? Yeah. And he goes, and then, um, uh, and then, uh, so Draco goes, right, we want Fang. And Hagrid goes, well, take him, mind, he's a bloody coward. <laughs> Right, okay, hang on. My protection, you just said, no one will touch me as long yeah. as Fang's with me. Yeah. yeah, 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 but he's a coward. Yeah. So, 
What's he protecting me from? And then as soon as Voldemort appears, Fang r- runs off. Yeah. Are you telling me that Fang could defeat Aragog? <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? That in a fight, Fang would kill Aragog and a thousand other spiders? <laughs> You'd like to think that, wouldn't you? <laughs> Hagrid You'd like would. to think Hagrid that. would. He's mad. Also, Hagrid, Hagrid, go on. Go on. Hagrid has no apology exactly for the fact that they're doing this detention no remorse this is your fault Hagrid they would not have had detentions if you hadn't brought a bloody dragon onto the school grounds yeah and Hagrid you know he doesn't even say oh sorry about this Harry this is all my fault right nothing I'm not being silly but Hagrid should have gone right Filch like he did at the beginning he yeah. goes now clear off I don't want you scaring him anymore yeah and wait for Filch to go then he should have gone we're not going in the forest. I think yeah. that's a bit too mental. Yeah. I will search for the unicorn killer um, in my own time. But yeah. for now, we're going to spend a couple of hours just hanging out here by this campfire, playing cards. Yeah. And then you can go back. Yeah. Right? As long as you say we've been in the forest, right. it'll be Let's fine. Keep it dumb. Because otherwise, I mean, yeah. Draco, if you do rat on me, I will drag you into the forest. Yeah. <laughs> I murder you. I need you there. <laughs> but instead he's gone, well, you have committed, you, you have been bad. <laughs> There's just no response, like, and, and no kind of responsibility taken at all. I feel really annoyed at Hagrid in this yeah. scene. Man's being a baby. Man's being a big, <laughs> giant baby. Immediately, as you said a minute ago, uh, referencing Scooby-Doo, yeah. turns into an episode of Scooby-Doo. Right, let's split up. Split up and look for a clues. Why? <laughs> There's no need, is there? You know, just... You know, because he says they split into, you know, there's blood everywhere. Well, they immediately find a unicorn, don't they? Yeah. Immediately. And then Hagrid, he reaches down and he dips his fingers into the unicorn blood. And he goes... I don't think he makes that noise. (laughs) He does. He he smells his fingers and he goes... Oh! I think this is a dream you've had. He goes, goes, something's (laughs) been killing unicorns. Wow. (laughs) Hang on, just one more sniff. I don't know what chapter you've been reading. I think your page must have been torn out. That was in the Jim Dale audiobook version. (laughs) Good on you, Jim. (laughs) You bring it to life, even though you can't pronounce anyone's name. You bring it to life. Now, before they actually find the unicorn, they see the blood, don't they? And um, they actually meet... Uh, a centaur, which I enjoyed the fact that uh, the centaur was called Ronan. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what they tell us, <laughs> no matter what they do. And, uh, so, yeah, he creeps yeah. out. Yeah. And um, Hagrid points his crossbow at him, thinking, yeah. oh, what's this? Yeah. And he goes, <laughs> depending on how you read, read it, Yeah. <laughs> I read it like this. Were you going to shoot me, Hagrid? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be scared. You'd be absolutely petrified if you saw this giant with a crossbow. I think, Bloody <laughs> hell, fire. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, Mars is bright tonight. They'd said... Um, so there was... Uh, they found the dead unicorn. Yeah. And Harry says, could it have been a werewolf? Yeah. And Hagrid says, no. A werewolf couldn't catch a unicorn. <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> A werewolf, you know, a six-foot creature that can <laughs> bound across f- metres at a time against yeah. a prancing pony with a yeah. cornet on its n- head. In a forest, 
in a forest where there's trees everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You could corner a unicorn. Easy. Absolutely oh, easy. Oh, wow. wolf would never do this. <laughs> Nothing could do this. Yeah, you know, a unicorn... But they say this, don't they? They're talking about the fact that a unicorn is some kind... is, like, extremely difficult to defeat and to kill. It's some kind of magic creature. Bullshit. It's a horse. <laughs> Are you... Uh, the, the, right, the, with the unicorn, mm-hmm. the name is more exciting than what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a horse with a cone on its head. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. And it's like narwhals have those things. Yes. And you know what that is? A nail. It's a tooth. Oh, a tooth. <laughs> yeah, it is a tooth. <laughs> it's just mad, isn't it? And then they have the other the other centaur comes in. We've got Bane now. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Are you okay, Ronan? <laughs> when you say nothing at all. Nice to see you. I was born in this forest. <laughs> I did not see Aragog till I was a man. I was a baby here first. <laughs> <laughs> the centaurs are very interested yes. in uh, the stars and stuff. Yes. One of them's gazing up and he goes, uh, he goes, um, always the innocent, the first victims. Mm-hmm. But he says it as if that's profound. Yeah. That's not profound at all. No. Of, Innocence is implied in the word victim. Victim, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're a victim of a crime. Yeah, exactly. Your innocence. Yeah. <laughs> always the innocent, the first victims. Jealous are always the envious. Yeah, have you just got a thesaurus? What? <laughs> There's nothing new you've put here. I know. Overweight are the fat. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that pl- uh, police uh, detective in someone's house, like crime scene oh and the worst thing is this victim he was innocent of what <laughs> of the murder <laughs> what it wasn't him was it <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do it no clearly not he was shot in the head from you know from 20 meters away can i be left to grieve now please can we rule him out as suspect are you sure you're a detective <laughs> Look, I've got a lot going on at the moment. My wife's left me. I'm abusing drugs. Anyway, we've got to go. Let's get out of here. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Come on, Hooch. You don't like our judgment. <laughs> now, when they see the unicorn dead, mm. Harry had never seen anything so beautiful and sad. <laughs> well, he's obviously never been at a funeral, were you? <laughs> yes, you were so beautiful and so sad during that lovely wake. Um, it was interesting so um, they split up Hagrid says any problem shoot Sparks into the air yeah right Um, Sparks gets shot up yes Uh, Hagrid runs off and he comes back annoyed yeah because um, what was it It uh, Malfoy had grabbed Neville Come up behind him and give him a big squeeze, hadn't he? Hey, hey, hey. On the buttocks, I'm assuming. What a from ke- the text. I thought I took from that. He loves him. Yeah. He goes, I'm in the forest with me, pal. I'm going to give him a little cuddle. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to scare You know, even just scaring him as a joke is a bit of fun. And then Mal- uh, Harry is mental. Yes. So uh, Hagrid runs off and he goes, uh, and Harry says to Hermione, oh, I hope, I hope Neville's all right. Yeah. We got him into this. I don't care about Malfoy. He, he <laughs> yeah. can he can die for all I care. After what he's done, nothing. <laughs> he's done absolutely nothing. He deserves death. As then Hagrid comes back with yes. him and he says, "Right, 
Uh, now, Harry, uh, do you know what? Neville, come with me. Harry, yeah. you go with Malfoy and Fang. Yeah. Right? And it said, Malfoy and Harry walked for half an hour through the forest. Yeah. Yeah. What were they talking about? Yeah, I really want to know that. You, you can't walk in silence with someone unless you're a sociopath or something. No. Like, their feud can't be that strong that they can walk in silence. It would be so awkward. Yeah. They would have to say something. Yeah. It know? would either, half an hour alone with each other, would either end in a fight... Or them becoming friends. Yeah. They can't be at the same position they were in before. They would have become friends. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've had it times where in primary school where you've had to be put with someone who's horrible. Yeah, and then yeah. by the end of it, you're like, oh, I've got more in common than I thought, actually. Yeah, they're all right, then. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a funny thing. and But I think Hagrid, th- those should have been the groups to start with. Because Hagrid has just wanted his friends with him. <laughs> He goes, all hey, right, uh, you are Fang and Neville and uh, I'll have my old pals, Harry and Hermione. Oh, my God, wait till Bane sees who I'm walking through the forest with. Because <laughs> he's a fool if he thinks that Fang, Draco the Nobbed and useless Neville are going to have any success finding this unicorn. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are they thinking? I found, as well, Ronan to be a bit of a bitch. Yeah. So Hagrid introduces uh, Harry and Hermione to Ronan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, they go, are there students up at the school? Yeah. And then Ronan says, are they teaching you anything up at that school? And Hermione says, oh, yes, bits. Yeah. Yeah, a bit or something. And Ronan goes, oh, dear, a bit. (laughs) You can tell she's intimidated. Yeah. Leave her alone. You bloody weirdo. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Ronan. And then we we meet... um, Ferenz, don't we? Mm. Ferenz. So we've got Ronan, Bane and Ferenz, which yeah. sounds like a talk show. Yeah. <laughs> Ronan, Bane and Ferenz. And our Ferenz <laughs> is... Uh... <laughs> oh, I'm Bane. And I'm Ronan. <laughs> Today on the show, we've got Harry, Ronan, Hermione. Your Ronan is Kermit the Frog. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ronan. Yeah, you're to make me Not the Backstreet Boys. What was he yeah. part of? Westlife. Boyzone. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Ronan Keating, for anyone who doesn't know Got what me I've been thinking, doing. <laughs> are there yeah. female centaurs? There's got to be. <laughs> we don't, are these all male? They could be like seahorses, yeah, I imagine so. Yeah. So, Harry and um, Malfoy come, oh, across, yeah. come across the unicorn, yeah? Yeah. And uh, Dad, got me thinking, Yeah. would you drink unicorn blood? Well, I was thinking about this because he says um, unicorn blood will keep you from death, but you will have a cursed life. Mm. How cursed? <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I would survive if it just meant, oh, I'll keep dropping my toast, put aside down. <laughs> yeah, like uh, a seven years bad luck kind of yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah, you know, dropping coins down the drain. It's better than being dead. <laughs> better than being dead. What? Does cursed mean? Oh. Are you, you going to be ill? My car door slammed on my ear earlier, now it's all red, but... I'm here. <laughs> Have you ever had that? Have you ever had a car door slam on your ear? Um, no, but I've like walked past stuff in my ear and that hurts. Listeners, if you've ever had a car door yeah. slam on your ear, we want to hear from you. Please let us know. <laughs> my mum once trapped my grandma's fingers in a car door. She angry at her. She was very, I think it just really hurt her, really upset her. And uh, I think they went to see Tom Jones no, or I mean, something. To do that, was your mum angry? No, no, I, no, she just closed wasn't the car like, door. It wasn't revenge. No, no. 
<laughs> Definitely not. But it's one of those where your fingers were in like the hinge of the door. <gasps> this is for bringing me a Tom Jones. Oh, I don't want this. I'll tell you what, it was not unusual, that experience. I had to say that, sorry. Shut up. Thank you. <laughs> it was either that, but I didn't want to say the word sex bomb in the um. context of my family members. <laughs> <laughs> Unicorn blood, would you drink it then? It, I want to know what this cursed thing is like, because mm. if cursed means, I don't know, I'd lose my limbs or... Does it have to be dead? What do you mean? The unicorn? Could you just... Dr- blood transfusion? Yeah, could you... Ex- <laughs> I've got the strength of a unicorn. <laughs> I'm just imagining this unicorn in a mobile NHS thing with eating a biscuit and a cup of tea. <laughs> I've donated today, you should too, with a, st- a unicorn with a sticker on I've donated blood. <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? But as it goes with mine and your uh, more hate of unicorns, yes, I feel like there's more precious animals out there. Yeah, 100%. Dragons are more precious. Elves. Goblins. Giants. Giants. Um, centaurs. Yeah. The uh, centaur has got... Dogs. A centaur. So, like, you know, a, a unicorn is horse with a cone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a centaur... Horse is a human torso. Horse with a human torso. That's crazy. Yeah. And also, they shake hands. Yeah, how? <laughs> no, it's funny. So, Hang on, have they got four hooves and two hands? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's not a... Uh, I was thinking of a fawn. Yeah, you know, it's not a fawn. Mr. Tumnus. So they, they come... <laughs> don't bring him up. Why? He's disgusting. You don't like Mr. Tumnus from the Chronicles of Narnia? So they walk up... So... Hang on a minute, I want to delve deeper into this. What's your beef with Mr. Tumnus? I've recently watched Chronicles of Narnia. Yes. Yeah, and it's disgusting. In what way? The, um, the way it looks, the hairy arms, and <laughs> the bit where he's lay on the stairs, weeping because he's, like, drugged that little girl. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's creepy as you like. Yeah. Listeners, if you think Mr. Tumnus should be hung <laughs> for what he did to that little girl, <laughs> even though she developed Stockholm Syndrome with him, yeah. uh, write in and we'll get a mob together and we'll get a Twitter hashtag going, yeah. hang Tumnus. Hashtag hang Tumnus. For everyone who agrees, we'll get a free box of Turkish delights. Hash hang Tumnus and at me in it so I see it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, I do not want to be part of this uh, witch hunt for Tumnus. Or, uh, arguably, more precious blood, half-man, half-giant blood. Hagrid. <laughs> get, get him hooked up to an IV. He'd get you drunk. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> this blood's 70% vodka. Yeah, it was... Uh, the uh, Hermione's got nothing to say in this chapter. Not her fault. Uh, she was no. written with... Even though she has to be present throughout this detention. Yeah. Uh, they give her no dialogue. <laughs> yeah. This does not pass the Bechdel test <laughs> at all. Yeah, it's very interesting. She hardly... I think there's just at one point where she says, Harry, are you okay? Oh, a bit. Are you okay, Harry? A bit to the unicorn. You've <laughs> by Lord Voldemort. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, it's really not... Good, I don't think. But then, no. I suppose Neville hardly gets anything to say either. Yeah, that's true. They're bit parts. Then, yes. right, comes the most horrifying bit of this chapter. Yeah. I was I was scared. Yeah. They saw the dead unicorn, and then they saw this hooded uh, figure oh, yeah. uh, floating across the ground. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
up to the uh, unicorn. Like a manta ray. Started. I'm imagining. Oh, no. Uh, And it started drinking the blood, like the blood dripping down its face. Sloppy, use a straw. Yeah. (laughs) Why don't you save it up? You know, why is he not had the foresight to just come with, like, some kind of device to catch all the liquid and then tomorrow night have a night off? Because you've got a backlog. I think no, no, I've got to be sucking it every every night. I've got to come and, and drink it, unless it has to be fresh. I think if you're doing something inherently like evil like yeah. that, then yeah. you have to play the part. If I'm <laughs> going to be drinking blood, then I've got to be taking it from the source. It's not. It's just it stops being evil and more creepy when you're bottling it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know if you sat sat at the leak at the sat of the leaky cauldron with a pint of blood. I would love it, though, if they were just going round the forest and suddenly, you know, the next clue is a mini-fridge. <laughs> What's this doing in the Forbidden Forest? You open it up and there's just, like, ten jars full of unicorn blood. Ooh, It's very suspicious. That's weird. How do they keep stuff chilled at Hogwarts? There's no electricity. They must have some kind of, like, larder. Like, just in the basement, it'll be naturally a be- cold. A bewitched larder. Bewitched larder. Yeah, they must have, like, ice spells and stuff like that. Mm, I don't believe... Get a fridge. You've, t- you've adopted that indoor plumbing. Get a fridge. Oh, this cheese is sweaty. Yeah, you can't... We don't fridge anything. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um... So, yeah, the cloak starts coming towards Harry. Yeah. Uh, Malfoy runs off. Yeah. Along with Fang, yeah. coward. Uh, Harry, I think he passes out. Yeah, he, he's sort of like, yeah, he's almost blinded by the pain. His scar is burning. And he wakes up with, is it Frenzy over him? Frenzy, yeah. And yeah, he gets on his back, doesn't he? He kind of saves him. Gets on his back and they're, they're tr- cl- uh, trotting through the forest again. Yes. Harry, such a mouth. Such a mouth. So, um... Uh, Frenzy goes, oh, do you think there's anything at the castle that a certain you-know-who might be after? Yeah. Harry. The Philosopher's Stone! (laughs) That's meant to be a secret, you little twat. Yeah, keep it down. But maybe the realisation was just too much for him. It overwhelmed him. Yeah. But I love this bit, because this bit, it feels like things are ramping up. Because within the space of a couple of paragraphs, we're like, right... That creature is after the Philosopher's Stone. Mm. And it's only Lord Bloody Voldemort, who we've not really heard much about since the beginning of the story. No. No. I mean, we're always going to assume that he's going to turn up at some point. But I feel like it comes quickly. Mm. You know, because we've not had many... Like before with Nicholas Flamel and all that, there were hints and clues. But we've not really had any hints and clues that it was The only Voldemort. clues we've had is Quirrell adjusting his turban at times. Yeah. That could be anybody. That's not a clue that it's Voldemort, is it, I suppose? Could be anyone under that turban. Yeah. <laughs> could be absolutely anybody. Could be Mrs Norris under there. We don't know. <laughs> could be anybody. Could be Professor Flitwick under there. <laughs> now, the centaurs imply that they've seen in the planets, they've uh-huh. seen in the stars, that Voldemort will kill Harry. And that's what Harry assumes from his conversations. Yeah, yeah. That it's destiny that he's going to be killed by Voldemort. If that was you, what would you do in that situation? If you thought, right, I'm going to be killed by him, apparently. Harry? Yeah, if you're Harry and you're thinking, right, apparently it's destiny. At this tender age of 13 or whatever he is. Yeah, 11 or 12. At 12. Yeah. Are you wanting me to say I'd kill myself? Are you? No, no, I'm saying <laughs> would you... I wouldn't stay at the school. I would maybe try and hide myself in the Muggle world or try and avoid it somehow. Yeah, they'd find him. Yeah, especially Potter. Like, what do you... 
<laughs> I'll have uh, I'll have um, a six inch uh, Italian BMT, please, and let you floating in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I've been accioed. I've been accioed. Says an owl. I've been summoned. But yeah, I suppose it's like Final Destination, isn't it? You can't avoid your fates. Yeah, but they're very the weird them centaurs, them bloody stargazers. They're going, oh, we don't we don't meddle in all that. We just observe. What? Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why do anything? Yeah. Why do anything? Like you're mating, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're making things happen. You're working on them six packs. Yeah. Like you do. <laughs> <laughs> like they're 100% working out aren't they like because if you're um, if you're not concerned <laughs> if you if you think oh the world is whatever I yeah. take it as it comes yeah. you're not putting an hour a day of press ups in here 100% <laughs> hey there's dumbbells next to this mini fridge <laughs> <laughs> turns out unicorn blood's full of protein <laughs> hey come on friends <laughs> get it going mm. yeah it is a bit mad like yeah, how heartless are they if they saw, like, I don't know, a, a steamroller about to run over somebody? Mm-hmm. They just stand there and watch. Well, we can't intervene in this. This is nothing to do with us. <laughs> I know. But we'll stand and watch. <laughs> I know. Yeah, why can't they intervene? I think this is a beginning turn for the centaurs, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. A new I, change for them. A hundred percent. And I really enjoyed this felt like a re, like a glimpse into another world, which I found really fascinating. Yeah. So I feel like we've got comfortable with Hogwarts now. It's yeah. taken us a bit longer than Harry, which is like <laughs> an hour. Uh you know, it's taken us a few weeks yeah. to get used to it, but I feel like we know how Hogwarts works. We think we know how the wizarding world works, but now on our doorstep in the forest, we've got this whole new race of creatures that believe in the planets and the stars that predict the future. There's a lot of planet talk in this chapter. 100%. And, and not on accident, I think. I think because yeah. they revise about the planets, don't they? They're doing revision. And then I think that was an, a nice little connection to what was later going to happen. That was great. Yeah. Good, good work. Good story structure. So yeah, so, yeah, very interesting stuff. Now, he goes back to the common room and he's talking about what he's heard. It's Voldemort. Voldemort's done this. Voldemort, Voldemort, Voldemort. Ron is getting furious. He hates it. No, stop saying him. Stop saying his name. Yeah. I'm thinking Ron has has an extra fear of this because Hermione doesn't seem too bothered about yeah. Harry saying Voldemort. And I think this is because Harry and Hermione have parents who don't know anything about the Wizard War. They had no experience yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Whereas I think Ron's parents were a massive part of that war you know, defending the good good part of the wizarding world. And I think they would hate to have his name said in, yeah, definitely, in, yeah. in their company. And I feel ha- like that's the case with all uh, wizard families. But Ron, definitely, mm. 100%. And uh, Harry makes this big thing of, oh, I can say his name because I'm not scared of him. Voldemort, Voldemort, Voldemort. <laughs> Is that fair enough, Harry? Fair enough that you can say his name, but I don't like it. Do you want to have some respect for me? <laughs> The fact that I don't like it. It's like saying the Lord's name in vain. You know, I, I, I don't mind saying, oh my God, or yeah. Jesus Christ. But if I was in a room with a very devout Christian, yeah. I wouldn't say that in front of them. Especially if they kept raising it to you. Yeah, can you not say the Lord's name in vain? It really upsets me. But I'm not scared of the Lord. Oh my God, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. I'll just say it as much as I can. I don't care about you and your views. And you shouldn't feel that way either. I'm gonna, but I do. But I do. Is how, these are my feelings. Yeah. Harry, 
he's he's we're back into Crazy Harry. Yeah, 100%. Right? Back into Crazy Harry. <laughs> so they finish the detention, they run into the common room, yeah. right? Yeah. And um Ron is asleep in a chair, yeah. Yeah. Harry shakes him awake. <laughs> what? Wake up, wake up. No wonder he's on edge. Get the bucket <laughs> of water, get the bucket of water, get him up. Air horn. Air. Have you ever been shook awake? Never. If you let me write it, have someone shake you awake. Yeah, <laughs> loved one. <laughs> right? Yeah. There is nothing scarier than that. Yeah. It's oh, your heart will be going. <laughs> I think the closest thing I've experienced is waking to a, a knocking door. That's yeah. scary. Right. When you hear a door going, you're like, shit. What Imagine time is someone it? shaking your body. Yeah. And then going, Voldemort, Voldemort, Voldemort. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what? What? You go. It's send you insane. Yeah, of course. Goes back to bed. Yeah. Uh, finds in his bed uh, a garment that I'm guessing Dumbledore's left there for him. Yeah. Why under his bed? It's under his bed. It's under his sheet, under his duvet. <laughs> oh, oh my god. I'll just leave this here. Wait, I know a better idea. Uncovers the thing. <laughs> this is where he'll want me to leave it. <laughs> Bloody Dean Thomas just lay in bed looking at Voldemort. Looking at, looking Dumbledore, at Dumbledore, 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 Dumbledore playing with Harry's bed. I won't tell if you won't, Dean Thomas. <laughs> Sneaking off. Sometimes I like to sit in dark rooms and watch him looking in a mirror. <laughs> or th- hopefully he wasn't invisible doing that. <laughs> Look, Seamus is in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in in the cloak invisible, reveals himself to Seamus Finnegan, then folds it up, puts it in Harry's bed, and then sneaks off. All whilst completely nude. <laughs> and we can see his underground tattoos in all its glory. All well, his bearded cover is uh, from... A hundred percent. He's like um, in Life of Brian, that guy who has the juniper bushes. Have you seen that film? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's completely nude, but the beard covers his... Uh... I think I remember crying laughing at that. It's brilliant. He's so yeah. annoyed and he's, you just see his bum flapping about as he runs. Right. <laughs> yes. How many... How many... Uh, how many centaur six packs out of five oh. are you giving this chapter? Oh, that's a lot of packs. Um, do you know what? Past few chapters for me on a personal level, I know you gave the last one five out of five. Uh, for, yeah. You did. You give it a one? No, you gave it five. The last yeah. One, yeah. <laughs> Which uh, I'm still puzzling about. Um, the last few chapters for me, I felt like as an enjoyment perspective was a bit of a dip for me. Yeah. But, you know, this chapter, I feel like, was brilliant. I felt mm. like we had a different area of magic, a different part of the school. We felt like we were on an adventure, Absolutely. a mystery. I really loved it. I loved meeting the centaurs, and I love that we've now got Voldemort back on the scene. We've actually met Voldemort. And it was bloody exciting. We've only got two chapters left. I am going to give this five out of five six-packs. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is a lot of tender muscles. Yeah, 30. <laughs> now, for me, you know me. I know you. <laughs> I've been in a room with you. I've met your mum and dad in their home. I've, uh, I've read I've read this chapter, and, uh, yeah. We thought, what was the point of the last chapter? Yeah. 
and it was for this chapter. Yeah. Ooh. We've got to have a reason for them to to be in the woods. <laughs> yeah. And it's sneaking out at 1am. They could have made that a one-page chapter. Yeah. <laughs> Harry, Harry Hermione yeah. uh, went to the toilet at 1am. Detention. Yeah. <laughs> or why not? Instead of Hagrid, why don't you help me raise this dragon? Why don't you help me come into the forest and solve this mystery? Yeah. Cut out chapter 14. <laughs> Get rid. But this chapter, oh, a lot of fun. Yeah. Harry really came out of his shell as yeah. the little weirdo that he is again. Yeah, we love it. We love to uh, see it. The fact that Hagrid has no remorse. <laughs> Not only no remorse, but completely pretending it never happened. <laughs> yeah. No acknowledgement that those events occurred. He's the type of guy who'd get too drunk on a night out, do something horrible, and then next day, look. Nope. <laughs> yeah, you know people who get drunk and then they go, oh, I don't remember things when I drunk. You bloody do. You remember what you did last night. You You're just pretending not you to. You remember hatching that dragon last night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, into the woods, creepy, yeah. uh, a bit erotic with the centaurs. Yeah, we uh, love it. Two dead unicorns. Cool. Ronan Keating. <laughs> Bane. Bane from Batman. And friends. And friends. <laughs> I'm giving this chapter out of uh, a possible five unicorn six-packs. Unicorn six-packs? Oh, uh, centaur Centaur, six-packs. Out of possible five, I'm giving it... (laughs) One, two, three, four, five. Five! (laughs) Five centaur six-packs out of five. Fantastic. I don't say this a lot, but what a chapter. What a chapter, and I believe that's only our second double whammy. 10 out of 10 between the two was of it? us. I believe, yeah. I believe we've done it once before. Do you remember what it was for? Maybe the sorting hat. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Christmas. I don't <coughs> know. But right. What a chapter. What a chapter, right. Right. Now is time for my popular segment, Quiz. Quiz, quizzy quiz, quizzy quiz, 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 Gonna ask you some questions, how well will you do? Quiz, quizzy quiz, quizzy quiz, 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 Gonna ask you about Harry Potter, Lucas, how well will you do? I'll blow you. <laughs> You'll blow me? Uh, right, question one. Yes. Where do they meet for detention? Oh, no, this is not good. Eh... <laughs> uh... <laughs> Give you a clue. It's in McGonagall's letter. Oh, this is terrible. I don't even know. Ah, uh... oh, I don't know. Outside the Great Hall. It's wrong, isn't it? In the entrance hall. Is that outside the Great Hall? <laughs> <That's> not... <gasps> is it? All right, we'll come back to it. All right. Uh, we need question that two. Question <laughs> two. Why can't a werewolf kill a unicorn, according to Hagrid? Um, they're mythical creatures, unicorns. Not fast enough. They're not fast enough. That's what he says. All right, bloody could it, hell. Could this has be... been a disaster, this quiz. <laughs> Question three. Yeah. Which planet is bright tonight? Mars. Correct. I knew that one. What does Bane look like? Um, I think he's got a, a Palomino body. Is that Bane or is that... No, that's Friends. Let me let me ask you again. Let me think again. Bane is the second one. Oh, he's got a chestnut body. Is that right? He's black-haired and bodied. <laughs> and wider than Ronan. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Question five. Yeah, go on. What does Friends look like? Oh, he's got a Palomino body with white, blondish hair. Correct. That's correct, yeah. And he's young. And he's young, yeah. He's younger than the other two. <laughs> but unfortunately, no. yeah, you have not won the quiz. The quiz is a harsh mistress. It was a poor performance from me, <laughs> mixed in with, you know, I think there's two things going on here. It was a hard version of the quiz, and I'd not done enough revision. And those things mixed together... On a good quiz day, I could have gotten away with it, but not tonight. <laughs> I've not revised it. Oh, right, well, you'll. Uh, it's not all over. The no. prize will roll over to the next week. I want that secret handshake. This has been Quiz. Quiz, Quizicky, Quiz, Quizicky, Quiz, 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 we're not referring to owl poo, we're not referring to plopings. We mean the messages you send in when we refer to Hedwig's droppings. Hey. <laughs> What's Hedwig got in a beak today? Well, first of all, we're very sorry to have missed this, but we had a review last month that kind of slipped the net. So we must thank the happiness for a lovely five-star... You're not going to eat your bag of nuts during Hedwig's droppings, are you? Put, of course not. Put them down. We're going to listen to the happinesses. Five-star review, which is a lovely review. And they say, this is by far the best podcast I've ever listened to. Very funny and entertaining. 55% Potter facts and 55% Tom and Lucas's wild imaginations. 110% of fun. Hey, that's hey, great. What a lovely review. Thank you very much. Now, also, we've had a lovely message from Neve on Instagram. She put a lovely message on her story. She said, times are tough at the moment and all of us are in need of a good old belly laugh. I 100% recommend you check out the Pottervision podcast. Harry Potter fan or not, you will absolutely love it. Tom and Lucas have you crying with laughter every single episode. Go show them some love and support. Give them a follow and a subscribe. Oh, Neve, what a glowing review. That's Whoa. exactly what we needed to hear. And can I just say, so far, we have had a follow. Whee! So, it's coming together nicely. Now then, we've had a message, another message on Instagram, from Harry Potter Virgin. Keep trying. <laughs> You'll get there. Now, he, now, we were asking last week about Snape, Voldemort, does Voldemort know that Snape's on his side, not on his side, all that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff? We've had it explained. He says, at this point in the books, Voldemort presumes that Snape, like most of his followers, has abandoned him. Snape uses this reason or excuse when he goes back to him, or pretends to, later on in the story. And he explains this to Bellatrix Lestrange at the end of book five. Oh, so there we go, that's well, all wrapped up. We'll be there in two years. In two years, <laughs> we will learn that ourselves organically. <laughs> but he's also asked, he or she, also, keep the household tips coming. Any ideas for damp on an outside wall? <laughs> what do we think? <laughs> Baby, you're going to have to call a specialist. <laughs> 
The only thing I can suggest, because I've had a, like a wet patch on my outside wall, yeah. but that's because a guy took a tree out of my chimney and put the chimney back wrong, and now there's no lip on the top of the chimney, so the water just goes straight down to the base of the chimney and has caused a bit of wet on the side of the house. So make sure your chimney's got a lip. That's all I can say to you, Harry Potter Virgin. Uh-huh. Good good one, Virgin. Good one. Uh, <laughs> sounds rude, but that's what your name is. Now then, well, check out their podcast as well, the Harry Potter Virgin. Oh, cool. There we go. All right, now we've had our final message this week from Ginge Pixel. Hey, Hi, Ginge. Go on, Ginge. Hey, Ginge Lord. <laughs> now, he says, loved last week's episode. It's the first thing I do when I boot up the old workstation on a Monday morning. Mm. Very lovely. Now, he asks, in what situation would you rather have a smartphone than a wand? And would you think that smartphones are the 21st century ones of the muggles? Hmm. Which is very interesting. Because a smartphone can do a lot of things that a wand cannot. Yeah. Ordering uh, shopping. Ordering shopping. Uh, Presents for people. Finding out information. Yeah. Talking to people. But then a wand can do a lot of stuff that a phone cannot. Kill people. Kill people. <laughs> well, I don't know. If you ring the right people, <laughs> you can get things arranged. You could, uh, yeah. Turning things into things, making uh-huh. things fly, stuff like that. But I would argue that a lot of that is useless. Magic. Last week it was making... Not last week, in the future. Making a pineapple tap dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would you ever want to do that? Entertainment. Although, entertainment. I'd rather watch a live Apple tap dance than a uh, an animated one do it. That's true. A hundred, a hundred percent. So I don't know. I, th- I think smartphones n- are more useful. Mm. And I think maybe 21st century Hogwarts. I think they stifle creativity. If you had a wand, you could be doing anything in your house. You That's could be true. bewitching people, you know, putting them under curses, hey. making them do things they don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Would you rather have a wizard's duel or play Angry Birds? I'd rather have a wand. Do you know what I mean? Then you yeah. stop going to work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You could brick up your wall. <laughs> From the inside, you know. Yeah, I never have to see anybody <laughs> ever again. Yes, please give me a wand. <laughs> so yeah, it's a very, it's a very tough question, a very interesting question. Thank you, Ginge Pixel. Please send in more of your messages. You can get us Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Email us pottervisioncomedy at gmail.com or just go to pottervision.com and fill in the chat function on the corner of your screen. So this has been the Pottervision Podcast. Thank you so much for watching. As always, like, follow, find us. We're on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And we've also got a website, pottervision.com. And all the links are there. And you can email us as, email us as well, pottervisioncomedy at gmail.com. This was Chapter 15, The Forbidden Forest. Join us next week for the penultimate chapter of this book, Chapter 16, through the trap door. Mm. I've been Lucas Kirkby. I've been Tom Lawrenson. Goodbye for now. Bye, 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 bye. Uh, goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to the Pot of Vision podcast. Uh, the music was performed by Jack Evans. If you've got any questions, comments or feedback, you can put them all on potofvision.com. Also, do us a favour. Please, could you like and share the show? Give it five stars and tell your friends. It'd mean a lot, please. All right, I know you will.